Hi, this is David Mattin and you're listening to New World Same Humans number 74. Is this the climate turning point? Published on the 11th of July 2021. You can find the links included in this instalment and a link to the text version on the New World Same Humans article page where this podcast is embedded. So, let's go. A third heat wave is pummeling California and parts of the Pacific Northwest. Just two weeks ago, the same region saw temperature that climate scientists say should have had a 0% chance of being realised. We're living through an era of impossible weather. So this week, reflections on the idea that 2021 is a climate turning point. On Saturday, the temperature at Death Valley in California reached 130 degrees Fahrenheit or 54 degrees Celsius. There's controversy around the record, but it's probably the highest temperature ever reliably recorded anywhere on Earth. The next highest was 129.9 degrees Fahrenheit recorded in the same place in August last year. We all know the long-run context here. Average global temperatures have risen by 1.2 degrees centigrade since widespread industrialization began in the late 19th century. But there's a chance that we'll come to look back on 2021 as a breakpoint moment in this long story. Across late June and early July, the northwestern United States and Canada saw a heat wave that shattered our previous best models of what to expect from a warming world. Portland hit 46.6 degrees C, hundreds died across the Pacific Northwest. When scientists at World Weather Attribution analysed the event, existing models told them it was impossible. Even once they'd revised their model with data drawn from across the last few years, the last seven years are the hottest seven on record, they struggled to make sense of it. The model says that even in today's heated world, the Pacific Northwestern heat wave is a once in 1,000 years event. Meanwhile, the density of freak weather events worldwide is rising and the last few months are a window on that truth. Just a week after the events outlined above, a new heat wave is now rising in Southern California. See the world record-beating global high in Death Valley on Sunday. The Nordics are experiencing a heat wave of their own, which climate scientists believe is linked to what just happened in the US and Canada. Finland registered its hottest June since records began in 1844, and Kivo in Lapland hit 33.6 degrees C last Sunday. Yes, that's beach weather at the home of Father Christmas. As for the Southern Hemisphere, New Zealand just recorded its hottest June since records began in 1909. So is this just a mad coincidence? An extreme outlier year, even when accounting for the fact that global heating is making these kinds of weather events more likely? Sadly, probably not. Scientists at World Weather Attribution are now investigating the idea that a slowing of the jet stream may be amplifying heat waves in ways we hadn't anticipated. That would mean our models, even the newly updated ones, are wrong. In other words, the Pacific Northwestern heat wave might have been a once in 1,000 years event back in the day, but there's a good chance that it's not anymore. 
heat waves that were once impossible may become a regular occurrence. This is by far the largest jump in the record I have ever seen, says the World Weather Attribution founder, Dr. Frederica Otto of the US and Canada phenomenon. We should definitely not expect heat waves to behave as they have in the past. Widespread industrialization and the urbanization that accompanied it were a tear in the fabric of modernity. They led to the convulsions of 1914 to 1945. We should see a heated world and the human fallout it will produce as yet another such tear. So what convulsions lie ahead of us? We still have some power to influence the answer to that question, though that power is waning fast. Even if we limit warming to two degrees, which we won't without a massive course correction, parts of our planet will become difficult or impossible to inhabit. The most widely shared estimate says climate change will force 200 million people to migrate into the global north by 2050. The International Organization for Migration says the figure may reach 1.5 billion Last week, I wrote about how some believe the defining division of our age is between those who want to accelerate technological advance and those who want to slam on the brakes. But fast forward a hundred years and the citizens of 2121 will be more interested in the way we polarised around a quite different question. That is, what are we willing to do today to avert climate disaster tomorrow? That, surely, is the question around which our politics must now divide. We need a far more honest and robust conversation about the pain associated with acting and that associated with failing to act. The extreme weather that continues to play out in 2021 is a stark reminder of the unavoidable trade-off we face, now or later. If we're to draw any good from it, we must finally confront that choice. Buy now, pay later. Thanks for listening this week. In November, the UN's COP26 will bring world leaders together in search of an answer to the era-defining question, what today for tomorrow? New World Same Humans will be watching closely and it will continue to examine the implications of a changing climate for our shared future. And there's one thing you can do to help with that mission, and that's share. So if you found this week's instalment valuable, why not take a second to forward the email to someone else, a friend, family member or colleague who'd also enjoy it, or share New World Same Humans across one of your social networks and let people know why it's worth their time. All you have to do is navigate back to the article page where this podcast is embedded and hit the share button. I'll be back on Wednesday with New Week Same Humans. Until then, be well.